Shall we begin? Okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's the procedure? It's time. It's time. Did you say it's time? Stay calm. Well, we are here again. Slightly less of a scary drive today. Today is the first day that we've come in to do the podcast, and it hasn't been a death-defying death, death act. A death-defying. It's an Nathan Beck's podcast here with you again. Post these things uh, every Wednesday, my dudes. And that is what today is of the recording. And yeah, it was a, a slightly less scary drive today. We have been bombarded with ice and snow every Wednesday for the last month. It's like it's like nature itself. The entire universe did not want us to make it. No, they were fighting against us. But you know what? We don't pay attention to that weather. Get the heck out of here. Yeah, the people need the podcast. It's it's coming though. Is it this weekend? Aww. Yeah, we're supposed to get more snow. Gosh. You know. But I, we beat it. We defied it. Yeah. We we chased know, it off. I shouldn't be surprised by the weather at this point. You know, 22 years in the Midwest, I feel like is a good enough time to gain a grasp on the fact that good weather doesn't stick around for long here. But it still catches me off guard every single time. But this has been a particularly terrible winter. I mean... That's true. It's been really, really bad. At the winter vortex and all the... Other scary words that they use to describe all the random cold weather we've had. Yeah, it hasn't been fun. The the snow like the snow apocalypse. Yeah, the snow trucks that uh, go out and put treatment on the roads. They ran out of salt. Did they really? Yeah, they had to order more salt. Yeah, that's how you know it's bad. Yeah, it's pretty bad. But today's supposed to be fifty degrees. It's going to be a beautiful day. Heck we sh- yeah, we showed weather who was boss. Take that weather. We got. Global warming. I don't. Is when it's this cold? Is that global warming? Like, is the coldness caused Here's what by global I've read. warming? And I don't. You know what? I don't care if you believe in global warming or not. I don't even know what I believe. But I've read that people always confuse global warming with the weather. Like yes, like definitely. The weather changes from day to day. That's going to happen. But global warming is more of an all-encompassing like change that's slowly happening but does okay so i'm just learning just now like right now that this has nothing to do with the weather global warming has nothing to do with the weather uh can you explain this a little bit more like i'm really confused like from what from what i've read which isn't a lot at all so take this with a grain of salt all right, and then take that salt, put it on your driveway so it's a little less slippery, all right? In fact, you know what? Take this with a lot of salt because you're going to need a lot of salt. Anyways, the point is, I forgot, uh, global warming. Oh, this, is, uh, I feel so confident in your description right now. It's like, uh, uh, it's not, it's not going to affect your what? day-to-day weather. It, it's like, it's such a slight change. But it has nothing change. to do with weather? It's such a slight change, Rebecca. Can you tell you me how this has nothing it. to do with weather? Because weather... Wait, you just said weather again. No, because I'm talking about weather. But we're not talking... You're telling me why it has nothing to do with weather. Right, so I'm explaining what weather is. I know what weather is. Oh, okay. Okay, we don't need to start from the basics. Could you explain to me why global warming has nothing to do with weather? No, I cannot. (laughs) 
Is that what you want to hear? How much time have we wasted you explaining why global warming has nothing to do with weather? I don't think you know. You know what? It's not. I think you just why threw are we that talking? statement out why there. <laughs> it's what I read on the internet, Rebecca. And do you think people would just go on the internet and lie about something as serious as no. global warming? No, it's just unfortunate that you didn't remember what you read. I don't remember a lot what of what somebody things. else wrote. Yeah, I know. You don't need to tell me that. <laughs> Anyways, I think the reason I brought up global warming is because it could possibly be the reason a town in Russia is essentially uh, about to go extinct. They, what? They should all just like... Everybody's going to die yeah, in, in yeah, this town mainly, in Russia? Pretty much. Um, well, it, I'd be packing my bags. And you know, just as global warming or uh, just as... Wait a minute. Just as the weather directly affects you, and global warming may affect the weather, but global warming doesn't. No, never mind. Wait. So global um, warming. Mind, has never mind. To no, do it doesn't make sense. I was thinking out loud. Doesn't make sense. Okay. Why is everybody uh, gonna die in Russia? Okay. Right. Back to the, Russia. Stop getting me off on a bunny trail. I'm trying uh, to get you back on track. Polar bears. So uh, there was a town in Russia. Let's see if I can find the name. It's a settlement. Belushia Guba is on the Novaya Semlya. Our archipelago of Russia's northeast coast. And Nailed it has a population it. of 2,500 people. That's not a lot. That's twice Sounds the like size of my hometown. Okay. And uh, like over 50 polar bears basically decided to just up and invade this place. And people are saying it's because of global warming because it's causing uh, polar bears. Essentially, they live on ice caps and whatnot. And then if those melt, then the polar bears are like, the heck, man, where'd my house go? It was here where I left in the morning. And now whenever I come back after a long day of hunting seals, it's not even here anymore. And so now they got to find a new house, right? First of all, that is not the voice that I imagined when it comes to polar bears. Well, they all have different voices. That was just the one that That I That one was named Gary. Yeah, probably. Uh, and so, uh, Gary and his wife, uh, Barbara, it's like Barbara, but Aunt Aunt Barbara, (laughs) uh, anyways, they have to move. And so they're like, well, there's already houses right here, Barbara. Why don't we just go there? And she's like, because Gary, because there's already people living there. And he's like, let's just eat them, Barbara. I know they're not seals, but can we at least have an exception just this once? And so now they are, uh, they're packing up and they're uh, just deciding to move into this village, 50 plus polar bears. And here's a little known fact. Polar bears are one of the only, if not the only, don't fact check me on that, bear species to actively hunt humans. I bet all bears went after humans. Well, I mean, if you like get in their zone, then they're going to be like, hey man, hey, get out of here. This is my forest. Okay, so you're telling me with polar bears, even if you're not near them, they're actively searching out humans regularly. Polar bears have such a keen sense of smell. Because they're in the cold in the Arctic and the vast openness, they have to be able to smell a seal 25 feet under the water three miles down the street. You know what I'm saying? So they have this keen smell. And so if there are scientists or other species of humans in the area... They're going to be like, oh, yeah. And they're going to freaking try to hunt you down. And they will get you because they are the biggest current living species of bears. 
currently the biggest. I mean, there's some there's some in competition. Listen, they're gaining weight. There were some, like, you know, with these polar bears. You've seen pictures of them getting skinnier, so they might not be the biggest bears pretty soon. Grizzlies, let's just say, the salmon market's a lot better than the seal market at the moment, and so grizzlies are getting up there. So has anybody died in this town? You know, I don't think yet? so. Every, everybody's just staying in their house, which is smart, but it's only a matter of time until the bears develop thumbs and can open up the doors because that's how evolution works. Or they're massive and they can just knock down doors or go through windows. Uh, I think it'd be easier just to develop a thumb. But baby polar bears are so cute. Yeah. You know, that's how somebody's going to die. There's going to be a baby polar bear. And somebody's like, I'm going to get this polar bear and I'm going to train it right. to attack Ooh, other polar yeah. bears. And they're going to go out to grab this cute little polar bear. And then Mama Bear or Aunt Bearbra <laughs> is going to be waiting around the corner ready to attack. They're going to start using their baby polar bears as bait to oh get people gosh. outside. That's what's going to happen. That's unethical. Do, they're they're do, bears. Do bears have ethics? No, they're bears. Oh, man. Bears the, beats Battlestar Galactica. So this uh, this thing is going on in this town of or uh, a settlement in Russia. And uh, Wait, it's a settlement? It's, it's not uh, even a town? Well, yeah, it's a settlement. I mean, I don't know if Russia has well, What's towns. the difference between a, a settlement? So these people settled in this area. I imagine and, a settlement is somewhere between a, a town and... Wait, no, somewhere between a village and a town in size. Nathan, you are giving us so much knowledge today. Yeah, just don't fact your... check it. Just believe me. <laughs> uh, just, you know, don't don't fact check it. Um, but they do have some experts on their way. Yes, they had to call in experts. More because meat. these bears are not scared of anything. They've tried setting off their car alarms, shooting guns in the air, nothing. And these bears are like, what was that? I don't know. You want to try to open up this door still? And so, like, they are just determined to inhabit these houses. No guns. I don't think they want to inhabit the houses. I think they just want to eat. Here's my thought, is they probably hear the gunshot, and they're like, oh, yeah, you have guns, too? Listen, hey, we have the right to bear arms as well. You think that scares us? <laughs> they have bear arms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're on it today. Thanks, man. So that's what's going down in Russia. So, uh, you know, the weather might be bad here sometimes, but at least we don't have polar bears. That is until global warming melts all of the ice caps. And then next thing you know, Kansas is just as cold as Antarctica. And so the polar bears are like, why the heck would we stay in Antarctica whenever we could come to the Midwest? And they're going to do all of that without weather. Yes. Big, no. What? That's what you said earlier. I'm Nathan. Not, I'm not saying. Nathan. <clears throat> Nathan. Yeah. Have you ever buried a time capsule? Is it? Uh, no, I haven't. Never? Never. Ever? Never, ever. I have, I've like, what are those things, uh, like geocaches? I've seen those. A what? A geocache? Okay. I don't know what it is, but I've like You've walked- seen it. I've <laughs> seen a geocache. I have no idea what it is. It's been explained to me. So my understanding of a geocache is basically like, you'll find like, a, let's say you have a stump with a hole in it. And so you would shove a bunch of like- stuff in there right so you have like a, a seashell and maybe you write a note and then you have like i don't know something that is important to you or something like that maybe a few cents and then you basically cover it up 
or something. And then later on, if somebody else finds that, they're like, oh my gosh. And so they can maybe take what's in there and put something else in there or maybe just add to it. I'm not really sure how it works, but I know geocaching is a thing and I don't get why. Okay, I don't know what you're talking about, but I buried a time capsule once. Back in 1986? That was 10 years before I was born. It was a few years ago. (laughs) So my family had this old cellar and it was so cool. I mean, it was creepy, but it was really cool because we had these really like gross rocks made stairs and you walk down underground and we kept like all of our jarred goods in there because my mom did a lot of jarring. It's preparing for global warming. Right. And the polar bears. Right. And so in the winter, we'd go down there and we'd get our jarred goods and bring them up. Well, anyway, she decided at some point we didn't need that anymore. And we were going to fill that whole cellar in. So when we went to go fill the cellar in, we decided to put a time capsule in there. So we took like a mason jar and we all wrote a letter and we put our school picture in there. And then we cut out like a picture from a magazine of like what the fashion was like. Um, Did I already mention we put in money? Like we put pennies in there? No. With the date on them. I think that's about all that we put in there. Anyway. I would love to dig that up today. Somewhere in Iowa, out yonder in the farmlands of Missouri Valley, Iowa, there is a time capsule that has my picture in it and a letter. And I would really like to know what I wrote in that letter. So do your parents still own this property? No. Oh. No. It was actually demolished by a tornado. Like, okay, this was another crazy thing about that property. Like, tornadoes hit regularly there. And while I lived there, like, I saw lots of tornadoes. But then one year, it, like, completely took everything out, except for the house. Like, all the farm buildings got taken Mm -hmm. out. the The house is still standing. And so they, like, rebuilt a bunch of stuff there. So it's possible that this treasure isn't even in the ground anymore. No. It could be up in I a mean, tree. The tornado didn't like completely dig it out. It's, it's, you know, tornadoes don't usually go underground or anything. So oh. I think it's pretty safe. It was pretty far underground, like six feet. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. That's a, wow. That's a deep hole. Yeah. It's going to take a while for that thing to surface. Is that what's supposed to happen? No, I think like. I don't know what our plan was, but like maybe somebody might find that sometime. I would like to find it. Okay. So there's this lady who lost her purse back in like the 60s. Hold on. What? Do you ever plan on going back to get this treasure? I have gone back to the property, but I think they would be incredibly weirded out if I started digging. No, you just tell them. I, okay. If somebody came I to my I think I'm going to need like a backhoe digger for this. And was like, hey, whenever I was... Uh, however you old you were in 86, probably in your Six. 20s. Um, you were oh, like, hey, whenever I was in my 20s. Way gosh. Back in the 20s, uh, when I was six, I was a little girl. Right. You'd be like, I planted this treasure. All right. Can I go dig it up? Do you remember where you, where you planted yeah. it? Yeah, because like the ground was like... Like it was rounded, like there was a big hump in the ground because we used to stand well, on it and pretend it like was like a that ship anymore. Well, but it wasn't just from burying it in; it was because the cellar lifted it up, uh, and the cellar is still there. We just filled it in. You buried the treasure on top of the cellar, inside of the cellar, inside of like, the cellar. Okay, Nathan, the did cellar you say is this? like concrete. 
like concrete blocks okay. underground. Right. But it comes up above the ground level a little bit. So you went into the cellar and dug through the floor. No, we what? put the jar on a shelf in the cellar. Oh, what? And then we filled the cellar in with dirt. Wait, why? So did you, you do couldn't that? go in there anymore. And like, then we completely buried it over. So then it was like all grass. So you couldn't even tell that the cellar was there, except for that there was like a huge, like there was a little hill in the middle of the yard. Did you guys create the cellar just for the? The cellar was there when we moved in. Okay. And your dad was like, I'm done with the cellar. Let's put some stuff in it and then fill it in. No, like we just put the one jar or time capsule. We took all of the jar goods out because they didn't want. Okay. I think it was kind of dangerous to go down there. I think like the walls were starting to fall in and they didn't want a child to go down in there and have everything cave in on them. Gotcha. All right. Are you clear on that now? I, yeah, I think I still have questions, but. All right. So more than 60 years ago, after a high school student misplaced her purse, she is getting it back. Did she have to dig it up? No, she did not. It was found behind a wall at her former high school, Hmm. Jeffersonville High School in Indiana. I feel like this happens a lot of like stuff being buried in the walls of schools. Well, I mean, it was it was behind cabinets. It wasn't really the wall. But but you've heard other stories of stuff being found in walls in schools. Yeah. Anyways, like what? Like what? I don't know specifically. I've just like have like you're a memory up. of reading stories. You just think there's stuff no, in walls in school. Maybe. Listen, I spend a lot of time on the internet, and so I read a lot of stories, <laughs> and so I'm sure there's been other stories like this where people All have right. found stuff. We'll be watching for those school <laughs> walls and what people are finding in them. So this purse belonged to Martha Ina Ingham. Who graduated high school in 1955. She's mm. in her 80s now. That was uh, the year before you were born? I hate you. The year after. <clears throat> I'm sorry. She hates it when you assume she's younger than she actually is. Okay. So she now lives in another state, but they found her, like the school, when they discovered this purse, posted it on social media, and through the power of social media... They found her and were able to return her purse to her. Wow. Yeah. Some family members came across the purse and was like, hey, we found your purse. And they returned it. And there was some really, really cool stuff inside. What was inside? First, red lipstick found inside her purse, which was very popular in the days of 1955. Mm -hmm. You would know. I do I'm not sorry. know. I'm I sorry. I'm sorry. Oh my Age jokes gosh. are done. I, you know, it, it's done. I'm sorry. A letter from an admirer asking Martha to prom. I'd read the letter, but it's really hard. Is it in? I bet it's read. in cursive, isn't it? It is in cursive. I can gosh, read cursive. Darn the fifties. Dear Marty, I've heard that Paul oh, has asked you to go to the prom with him. If he hadn't, I would like to something. There's like a tear. There's so much to talk to you. Love. I can't tell what his name is. Can I just say, I might name my kid Martha now. So that you can call him Marty? Yes. I've been trying to find a way 
to name one of my kids Marty. I love that name. So now you're going to go with Martha. I'm going to go with Martha Stewart Reese. That's a great idea. The old huh, MSR. Never heard of that name before. Yeah, it's a good one. Okay, so then there was another letter from a friend. Uh, don't know what that name is. Looks like Cardi, Cardi B maybe? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, I've heard of her. I think she was a... Was she like the first female president or something? Mm, no, there's never been a female president. Oh. She's a rapper. Cardi B is? Yeah. Oh. Okay. A track and field ribbon and a bus schedule. That's interesting. Also, Jeffersonville High School basketball schedule, which is like really fancy for a basketball schedule. Yeah. It's like got like foil lining on it and... That's crazy. What does the letter for the friend say? Dear Marty, Bobby and I aren't going back together. I'm just continuing to walk her to class. She asked me if I would, and I told her that I would, but I am just trying to be friends with everybody, and I decided to start on the girls that I have done wrong. Wow. There is, you know what? I don't know. Who, who is this from? This sounds like a, a good person. I bet they grew up to be a great person. I don't know. I'm assuming this is a guy now. He signed it, Love. It looks like Love, maybe Love Carter? That's what I think. Carter, okay. But I'm illiterate, so. Okay. I'm just going to date everybody and, be, <laughs> and be friends with everybody. I figured that the that's the, the least I can do. When I leave here, I want to be everybody's pal don't you think that i have the the right look at things i think paul is an all right guy but you'll never catch him he runs too fast ha no no i think it Love. says ha ha okay ha ha that's right it says ha 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 no <laughs> got him <laughs> suddenly carter is roasting marty yeah, that's it. Man, so she got back. She's pretty excited about that. What a nice no. I wish I wish everybody was like Carter. Except for the like d trying to date everybody thing. Yeah, Maybe I'm, call I'm just gonna date everybody. Role, I'm just Carter. gonna date everybody. Slow your role. But nowadays, you know, it's kinda like that with Tinder and all that. People just kinda date. I don't know, I guess it's not really dating. You know? Um Tinder is more for like hooking up. Yeah. And it's so weird. That that's like an accepted thing now. Yeah, but like what Carter was saying, you know, I'm just gonna date everybody. It's I, like I don't think he Carter was... Carter probably invented Tinder. He's oh like, oh my god, he's like, you know what? I'm on the right track with this whole dating everybody thing. I'm gonna invent Tinder. What a guy! And then everybody can date everybody. That Carter, you know, definitely ahead of his times. <clears throat> Speaking of people who are ahead of their times. And Tinder, actually, and dating everybody. Uh, Samsung is coming out with an app, kind of like Tinder. It's a dating app, but it's an app for your refrigerator because they have those now. So, like, refrigerators can get together with other refrigerators? No. Because okay, I know so there's, this. like, smart refrigerators, but right. I didn't realize that they were, like, so smart that they could, like date each other. So it's like a refrigerator. It's a smart refrigerator that you can download apps on. And then you download this app and it takes a picture of the inside of your fridge. And then you post that online 
and then people can swipe left or right depending on the contents of your fridge. So if if they're hungry, mm-hmm. they can go to this app and see who has good food in their fridge and they're like, hey, you gonna eat that yogurt cup? Yeah, exactly. And you're like, dude, if you're hungry, why are you eating yogurt that doesn't have enough nourishment? It's not gonna fill you up, you know? So like two left. yogurt cups. Yeah, maybe. So maybe. if they have more than one yogurt cup. Or maybe like, you know, two yogurt cups could also work as a nice date. But yeah, if you don't have a refrigerator that can't take a picture, that's okay. You can just download the app onto your phone and take it like all of those uh, poor people. All the yeah. poor people all who have to take people, their yeah. own picture With of their, their refrigerators. $800 smartphone. Okay, so uh, what does what does the contents of your refrigerator have to do with uh, who you want to date? Well, that's what that's what they're they're thinking is that um, you know the idea is that what's in there, whether it's moldy leftovers or an enticing collection of craft brewski, it could provide a more authentic look at who you are and how you live. And so, you know, imagine you've got a really messy refrigerator. You take a picture of it, you post it online, they're like, I don't really want to date a dude whose refrigerator is that messy. Or, you know, if they're like, uh, I don't drink, but you got beer in your fridge, then they're going to be like, I'm not swiping on that because, you know, why would if you don't drink, why would you date somebody else who drinks? I'm just trying to think of. Okay. I can see how this would work. And I actually, I made you take a picture of your refrigerator Mm -hmm. and I took a picture of my refrigerator and we posted them on our Facebook page, Nathan and Beck's Facebook page. You can guess whose fridge is whose when you look at it. Um, I'm looking at the pictures right now. Our fridges, both of them, are packed full, very full. There's some leftovers shoved in there. Do you know what our refrigerators say about both of us? Um, if I had to look at yours, I'm seeing cottage cheese, which is gross. I'm seeing heavy whipping cream. That's which, not cottage cheese. What That's is that? A sour cream. I took my glasses off. I don't need those to talk, but apparently I do to look at... Uh, Refrigerators. That's um, two containers of sour cream. Okay, so sour cream. You've got some heavy whipping cream, which you need for cooking yes. or baking. So I know that you bake, probably. So, you've got a well. pan in there with the leftovers, which means you also cook, but you're also too lazy to put it into <laughs> a Tupperware container, or you haven't bought any. You've got vitamin water, so you want to stay on the healthy side, but you also got two Mountain Dews front and center ready to be grabbed at a moment's notice. <laughs> gosh, can I explain my refrigerator to you? Um, let's see here. On the bottom, you put your milk on the bottom instead of in the door. I don't really know why. Unless uh, Because the, do- the door isn't is cold it- enough for your milk. You have to oh, put wait, it what? on the inside. Okay, well, look at my refrigerator because that's where it's been for the last Oh, you are eight, drinking 19 some years. sour milk. It's never been sour. Sa- okay, well, it's never times. been sour whenever Prematurely. It yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, uh, I do know that. Okay. I also see on the very top, next to the vitamin water, you got those to-go things that people put sauce in, uh-huh. which means you probably eat out uh, every once in a while. And then you've got the 12-pack of vanilla Pepsi right there, cherry vanilla Pepsi, sorry, right there, uh, which means that you drink it enough that there's it's front no- front and center. It's front and center, and there's no use in like taking out a few cans because those are going to be gone, and so you just throw in the whole thing. Okay, here's the thing. The pan that is just put in there with leftovers, that is a thing my husband does. And it used to make me so (laughs) mad 
like put it in a Tupperware dish, but he would just like put the lid on the pan because then he doesn't have to do the dishes mm-hmm. either. He can just put it in the refrigerator and then he's like, when it's ready to warm up, you just put it back on the stove That's and, true. and we're good to go there. So maybe I shouldn't look at that as laziness. Maybe I should look at that as efficiency. Efficiency there. Beauty is in oh. the eye of the beholder. <laughs> um, and then you've got like the Mountain Dew cans in there. Those are because they're expired from promotions at the radio station. <laughs> are those really at? from the dungeon? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and my son loves those, so that's why those are in there. Um, my husband's been buying soda a lot lately, and I don't like drinking a lot of soda, mm-hmm. but he keeps buying it. It's a bad habit to get into, Jay West. And so I, I prefer to go for the vitamin water, but man, when it's- I come home like after a stressful day, I go straight for that soda. You, you just go straight for the can? Yeah. And just just crack one open. Just crack open a cold one. Cold cherry vanilla. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so let's take a look at your fridge. All right. All right. Um, can I give a disclaimer just real quick? Okay. The fact that this isn't my fridge. It is your fridge. This is my parents' fridge. Yes. Well, that's my husband's fridge too. Okay. Neither one that's of us fair. are stocking our fridges. That's fair. My husband does it. Your parents do it. Anyway, we eat out of it, and and you eat what's in it, and that's cool, right? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Okay. So you've got, is that jelly in a jar? Uh, where are you like looking? in the door next to the milk? There's in, like in the grape mil- and strawberry. No, that's syrup. That's like syrup for pancakes. You got blueberry syrup. You got strawberry okay. syrup. Like what you get at IHOP. You know? Haven't seen that before. We're living an extravagant life in the Reese household. All right, so your household is a little fancy. You enjoy uh, having extravagant breakfasts. Apparently, you keep <laughs> your milk in the door, so you don't like it to last very long. You also like your condiments. Because your fridge door is stacked <laughs> I was looking with at condiments. That. We have so many sauces and things. Lots of sauces, lots of dressing. You're also on the healthy side. You like to have well-rounded meals because your fruits and vegetables drawers are packed. Not necessarily with fruits and vegetables, but they are packed. One of them is. The other one, it looks like there's a bunch of rolls or something. You see that uh, that red lid right there on the right? Oh, yeah, I see it. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's a container of frosting. <laughs> In your fruits and vegetables yeah. drawer. Okay, so both of our fridges are completely packed. It says that we live a very chaotic life. Mm-hmm. But that's not necessarily bad. Because they say the people you want to stay away from are the people who have everything organized and labeled. Oh, really? Because those are the really controlling people. I guess that makes sense. But I've literally been sitting here, like, not even just now. Whenever I'm trying to look for food in the refrigerator, I'm constantly, like, moving things around, thinking, like, whenever I move out and I have my own fridge, everything is going in a container. Because we got bags in here, and you can't stack a freaking Tupperware on a bag. It just falls over, but then it, you can't put the bag on top because then you got like a, a can or something on top, and they won't both fit. It's annoying. And so maybe I shouldn't give in to those uh, desires of having an organized fridge is what you're telling me. Yeah. You know, Nathan, I've worked with you for a long time, and I think your, Don't I- you say it. I think your idea of staying organized... Don't you Isn't say it. Is it going to last very <laughs> Don't long? Don't you say it. No. I'm just going to marry somebody more organized than I. Good luck with that. Thanks. With the marrying somebody or? 
phone. <laughs> See, I would say I'm the organized one, but my life's been pretty, pretty crazy lately. So my husband's had to take control of all that stuff. You know, that's a good point. And I feel like if you're refrigerating, you should be that's constantly. A good word. Refrigerating. Thanks. I, I didn't make it up. Um, I feel like you should be constantly updating your picture because it is, it's kind of like your bedroom, you know, you might have a clean bedroom and then you have a hectic week and suddenly you have a messy bedroom. Well, if you take a picture of your messy bedroom, people are like, Hey, you are, uh, really unorganized and you need to get your life in order kind of thing. You, you know, know what I'm saying? I like just to be honest about it. And I like having the messy fridge because this is just who I am. Okay. My <laughs> okay. quills are going to be on the floor. I'm not going to be doing dishes regularly. I've got more important things to do. Like a bathroom break. Sometimes you just got to go. Okay. Just got to let it out, you know? This story is so wonderful. This is a local story out of Wichita, Kansas. So a report of a bomb threat at a Wichita Home Depot store turned out to be more of a warning of other customers in the restroom. Yes, that is exactly (laughs) what happened. So this guy walks into the bathroom and this other guy yells at him. (laughs) You may want to stay out of here because I'm about to drop a bomb in here. (laughs) (laughs) And the guy took it as this guy was threatening a bomb threat. Oh my word. Yeah, so they called 911. So 911, (laughs) they respond. And they're like, a customer made a bomb threat in the bathroom. Police went in. They actually found the guy did, that was in the bathroom that was doing that. Did they drop his quote-unquote bomb? <laughs> was he still dropping the bomb? He was He was already done dropping the bomb. The evidence had still been left behind, oh, however. Oh, what the heck, guy? <laughs> I, he, was, he was being kind to nicely warn others the I, severity of his true. need to use the restroom. That's true. His exact quote, you all need to get out of here because I'm fixing to blow it I'm up. I'm fixing to blow it up. That's what one witness said. (laughs) He laughed and took it as a joke. But once the police tracked the man down, it was clear that it was all just a misunderstanding. Oh my word. That happened recently at like a McDonald's or something or a Taco Bell. Somebody said that they were going to go in the bathroom and drop a bomb. And And people just freak out about it. We got to think of a different word for dropping a deuce. Oh my gosh, the timing of that story. I got that whole story out during the bathroom break. You did great. It's like you uh, read stories for a living. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. I should do that. A storyteller? I should try that. Reading stories? Uh huh. For a living? Getting paid? Rebecca, I don't think you could get paid for like just reading news stories. Yeah, who does that? What? Like, who would listen to that? You know? I know. Like, can you imagine somebody turning on their radio hoping that they would. Just like having somebody news. read the news to yeah, them. Yeah, like, oh, man, look at me. Like, come on, read wow. the news yourself. Dude, you're driving, all right, pull up your phone and read and look at it. That's why it's mobile, you know? I don't, uh, some people are unbelievable. Hey, I have some big news for you. Oh, really? Yeah. What? The new Aladdin trailer <gasps> is out. It is. And you know what they do in this trailer? This is the second trailer, by the way. Is it really? Yeah. Do you know what they reveal in this one, though? Um, the lion. This isn't Lion King. This is Aladdin. The tiger. Ah, oh, man. The tiger. <laughs> <laughs> What's the tiger's name in Aladdin? Raja? 
Is it Raja? No, no, no. That's uh, that's Jungle Book. Unless it's the same tiger. Oh Ooh. my gosh, it could be. Okay, they reveal the genie, played by Will Smith. Ah, I mean, okay. Is it good at least? Actually, you know what? I have the I have the video right here. We'll just we'll just play it. Yeah, you want to just talk through it? this? <clears throat> yeah. Starts off with the parrot flying. What's the parrot's name? I don't know. But he talks like this. <laughs> Gilbert Godfrey. Is it Gilbert Godfrey? Oh, uh, yeah, it is. I think. They're standing in front of a big lion Bring cave. Me the land. Oh, this is where he goes, yeah, he goes in now. to go get the land. Yeah. I always had such a crush on Aladdin. 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 You and me both. <laughs> so scrappy. Oh, and Jasmine? She's a looker. She's something. He's rubbing the lamp. Okay, and out comes a very blue genie. You really don't know who I am. Genie, wishes, lamp, none of that ringing a bell. Uh, okay, so this genie, played by Will Smith, he's very blue. I want... What is your opinion on this? I honestly cannot think of anybody else that I would rather have play the genie. Robin Williams is no longer with us. Yeah. I love Will Smith. I really think he's going to do a good job. You know what I'm most surprised about with this? The fact that they just painted him blue instead of using some sort of CGI? No, how fit he is. Oh, really? Because I was thinking the opposite. No. like He's kind of got a dad bod. The dude is a dad. But he's got abs. I mean, he's Will Smith. But he's like an older dad, and he has abs. Didn't he just turn 50? Uh, That's a good question. I don't know. You know what my least favorite part next to Will Smith? Ah, dude, I don't know, man. It just Siri, looks Siri, how old is Will Smith? Will Smith is 50. Wow. Will Smith is 50 years old. Good call. I don't like how weak and scrawny Jafar sounds. Listen to this. Jafar is weak and scrawny. Bring me the land. He sounds like a... Your life begins now. Aladdin. No, but that's the no. thing. Dude, do you remember the actual, like, like the animated Aladdin? Yeah, Jafar was weak and scrawny. No, he was super evil and sinister. He was super evil and sinister, but he, he was weak and scrawny. No, dude. Okay, hold on. Let me find a clip. Oh, my him. gosh. We're arguing over whether Jafar is weak and scrawny. Okay, he okay. He was skinny, but I'm talking about his voice, right? He... Ah, oh, dude. Hold on. It's just... Anyway, he sounds... Like before, he sounded like evil and sinister, and now he's like, okay, here we go, here we go. Here's the here's the part. We just gotta wait for his load. Uh, it, it, he just doesn't. He sounds weak. Man. I don't know. You are late. That's A Jafar. Apologies, oh patient one. You have it then. I had to slit a few throats, but I got it. So you're just looking for like the deep gravelly. You have it then versus. Oh, I lost the other. No, wait, it's over here. Aladdin. Bring me the land. You cannot tell me that's okay, the same person. It almost sounds like a girl. 
Exactly. It almost sounds like a girl talking. Bring me the lamp. You know, Lemon Grab. <laughs> lemon Grab could have done a better job of this. Oh, that one doesn't work. Never mind. We're not going to play that sound bit because the program doesn't work. Okay, so I'm okay with Will Smith. I'm okay with him being blue. I'm okay with him being really fit in his 50-year-old dad bod. Yeah, I agree. Jafar's voice just isn't Jafar's. what it what it should be. But that's one sentence. Years of searching. The cave of wonders. Huh? Cave of wonders. Bye. Bring me the lamp. The rest Bring me the lamp. You know, like, ugh, dude, there's people out there who could have done this way better. Just saying. Like who? I don't know. Like you? Baby. <laughs> Was that your best Jafar Maybe. voice right no. there? <laughs> yeah. Hey there. I'm Jafar. I could do the uh the parrot guy. Um so Valentine's Day is tomorrow. Oh my gosh, Valentine's Day is tomorrow. Yeah, which I don't have to worry about. No, you it's don't. It's a bit more of a bigger issue for you. But don't worry, Rebecca, because if you don't have any gifts or any people who are listening who haven't found any gifts, if you're listening before Valentine's Day or even on Valentine's Day, uh, we do have a few last-minute Valentine's Day gift ideas I that you these. are welcome to borrow. I haven't gone out to get Jay West anything yet. All right. So, for instance, all right. Now, grab a pen and paper. These are good. Nothing says you fuel my love like a gift card to their favorite gas station. Nothing says you're all that in a bag of chips like uh, your love's favorite bag of chips. Nothing says, baby, you light my fire. Like a 95-cent Bic lighter. And you know, nothing says, I don't know what I would do without you. Like a dozen of their favorite donuts. Nothing says, oh, you're way too hot. Like a bottle of Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> nothing says, baby... You're the bomb. Like your love's favorite flavor of lip balm. Nothing says our love will never die. Like a dozen red, beautiful, fake roses. Nothing says you make my heart race. Like an energy drink. Nothing says you rock like a rock from their favorite driveway. Really? Really a rock? It's more of a pebble, really, at that point. Nothing says maybe I'm a sucker for you. Like a bundle of lollipops. Nothing says we go together like cookies and milk. Like some cookies. And milk. How do you dip your cookies in milk, Nathan? We're not getting into that conversation oh, right really? now. No, no, really? No, no, you know, it's for another time. Little story here. Little story here about Nathan Reese. 
Do we have to? No, let's Inst- save this for a Insta- different day. Instead of using let's his hand like a, to a dip his Oreos in milk, Nathan puts a fork in the Why middle of his Oreo and dips it into his milk. Yes, Rebecca. You can't just it's hold sanitary. the Oreo cookie with your hand and dip no. it in and eat it. No, I cannot. You have to use I'm a fork. I'm doing other things with my hands. Like what? Playing on my phone, playing video Aren't games. Aren't you supposed to be eating? You're holding the fork anyway. I'm not holding the fork. Imagine this. Imagine this. You're sitting there. You're typing a paper, all right? It's late night. You're trying to get a little bit of energy, and so you're keeping yourself occupied by eating cookies and milk, okay? It's delicious, and because you're munching, you're kind of more awake. You're more alert. So you're writing a paper for school, Okay, but you need your hands to type the paper, but you're like, how do I eat cookies and milk and type my paper? I don't want to get milk on my hands or cookie on my hands because then I'll have to wipe it off every single time I go to type. Plus, not to mention the fact that if you're sitting there holding your cookie in your milk with your fingers, then you can only type with one hand. So... I think you're dipping your cookie too far. No, 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 no. Because your fingers aren't supposed to actually touch the milk. I'm dipping the whole cookie, and here's how, and here's why. It's better that way. That's the why. Here's how. It's not better that way. You have an Oreo. You take a fork. It's got the the white stuff in the middle. You know what that's perfect for? Spearing. So you take your fork, you slide it in between the cookies into the frosting, and then you set that into your glass of milk, And then you go and you continue typing. You get a few sentences in, you know, maybe 10 seconds later. You grab the fork. You put the cookie in your mouth. So you still have no cookie or no milk on your hands. But your cookie was fully submerged. So you're getting the most milk to cookie ratio. And then you you reload. You freaking uh, put it back in the milk. And you go back to typing your paper or playing video games, or texting your BFF, or whatever the case is. Okay, what if you bite, when you bite down the cookie, you bite the fork, and that just makes me cringe. Like You're it not biting to, down on the cookie. You're just sticking the entire cookie in your mouth? Tell me, Rebecca, how do you use a fork every other day of your life without biting the fork? Oh, I don't use a fork. Ever Never? For anything. I always oh, really? use my hands. Oh, yeah, I know that explains some things. <laughs> um, You just slide it off, and you bite... you. Eat the but whole the cookie. cookie's like it's it's hard on the outside, so you really gotta you've got to bite down. Like no. you've got to put some force into it, and no. then you bite the fork, and uh, you don't have to bite it because it's the fork is only in the white stuff. It slides off just as much as it just as easy as it slid on. All right, we need to move on. Yeah, because I'm winning the argument. No, no, you're not. We've, Case and we've point. argued about this stupid thing for three years. Three years. I think I'm going to put a poll on Facebook. Do it. Do it. Yeah, because all your family is going to chime in (laughs) and vote yes on it. I know where half those likes came from. Speaking of Facebook likes, we are very close to 300. We are just a couple away from 300. Yeah, super exciting. I think we should give away something to the person who hits 300. No, we shouldn't. It's impossible to tell, actually. Uh, So uh, It's impossible to tell who's the 300th person. Mm Mm-hmm. Because if three people like all at once, it doesn't tell you, oh, this person liked, and this person liked, and this person liked. It just says, hey, you got three new likes. Here's the three people. Okay. Yeah. So yesterday, mm-hmm. I went shopping because we're going to do a little game here in a second. Yep. Um, and I went shopping to go get some conversation hearts, you know, the Valentine's Day candy hearts. And they didn't have any. 
Yeah. They're gone. They are no longer being produced, right? Right. I thought they'd be at least on the shelves still. No. Just not at all. There was none. I figured those things were like a, like Twinkies where they could survive in, into the apocalypse. So it's like, yeah, they stopped making them, but they probably have like 30 years of, you know, just candy hearts sitting right. in the warehouse. And though they weren't my favorite candy, I did still like them. They weren't anybody's favorite candy, I don't think. They were actually really gross. Um, in I fact, they were okay. Uh, Owen Rogers, you know Owen Rogers. Uh, Owen Rogers is one of my favorite favorite YouTubers. Yeah. You actually introduced me to him several years ago yeah. in person in person and via YouTube. Yeah. So nine years ago today, Olin Rogers posted a video uh, kind of talking about these Valentine's Day candies. And we can run through that really quick if you want to. Olin Rogers on YouTube. You know, it's it, it's Valentine's Day. It's, a, it's the day of love. I always had this one question about Valentine's Day. Why do they still make these? You know, nobody likes these. Why do we still make them? Why do we still make these? They're like the nastiest, it's like punishment. Maybe you give it to people you hate. Hey, I really hate you. Happy Valentine's Day. The person that receives it must be like, oh, oh, so terrible. I feel like I'm eating Tums. Mmm, 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 mmm. These are so... So disgusting. Oh, yes. Oh, it's like an orange Pepto-Bismol. Oh, ho, ho. thank you. <laughs> oh, I think I just broke my tooth. Ooh, a blue one. Ow. I mean, I just broke a freaking other tooth. Oh, this is so scrumptiously disgusting. These are so disgusting. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's disgusting. So that's an accurate... Uh, a description of anytime anybody has ever eaten these ever in the history of ever that's pretty much the uh the description i never i never got why those even became a thing i think they're okay i kind of really? liked them yeah and i'm actually really sad that they're not around they tasted like uh neckos which are i don't are... know what that is i do know what tums are though and i would say they're comparable <laughs> to tums when I was little, I used to love eating Tums so much, which would explain why I really like these candy hearts. I've never had a Tums. Really? Really, ever. Well, my mom used to keep them on top of the microwave, and I would I would go steal them. Like, I would take some without telling my mom. And my mom figured out, like, when the jar was, like, half gone, oh, like, gosh. that somebody was eating them. So she had to talk with us about that these are a drug <laughs> and you should not be eating them like candy. Well, once she told me they were a drug, I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm doing drugs. Yep. So when I was at school, they had, like, the police officers come into the school and they were coming to talk to all the kids about drugs. I was, like, in <laughs> kindergarten or first grade. And so they're talking to us all about drugs, and they're like, if anybody has ever offered you drugs, if you've ever taken oh, no. drugs, then come talk to us. Oh, no. Oh, this is my opportunity. So I went up, and I talked to a police officer off to the side, and I let them know that I've been taking drugs. Oh, you did not. Yes. <laughs> And the officer was like called like her assistant over no. and so that they had a witness to, to talk to me about how I've been taking drugs. And they were asking, you know, where did you find these? I was like, my, they're my mom's drugs. No. And, yes. <laughs> how old were you? I think I was like in kindergarten oh in first grade. <laughs> and so, so they're like, do you know what kind of drugs they are? And I was like, yes, they're Tums. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
I remember them smiling at me, and I remember at the time thinking, "Oh my god, police officers are so nice." (laughs) But now I know that they were just trying to keep from laughing. (laughs) And she just like patted me on the back and was like, "Well, it's not good if you just keep eating those. So ask your mom's permission before you have those." And then they sent me back to my seat. I thought, "Wow, I guess drugs aren't as big of a deal as they made it out to be." (laughs) <laughs> oh that's awful that's hilarious yeah. okay so back to the conversation heart so yeah, I, yeah. I i went by the store and i was looking for them and i couldn't find them because we have this great game where last year i gave you relationship advice mm-hmm. and obviously that didn't work because you're still not in a relationship and so i thought maybe this year i'd find some conversation hearts and we would talk about how you get over a relationship that's ended. Right, because you gave me the relationship advice. I took it, got into a relationship, and then... And then it ended. And then it ended. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. We yeah. didn't just lie about And now you're having a really hard time with that. Super so, hard, man. Every day is a struggle. Let me so say. I found something better than the Chalky Conversation Hearts. Mm-hmm. I found Sour Patch Kids Conversation Hearts. Ooh. And they're a little bit salty. Not really? actually like salty in taste, but like... The words on them aren't as nice as the other ones. Oh. Okay, Nathan, you need to stop eating these. These are you really like sweet. You're going through this bag pretty It tastes fast. like sweet tarts. Okay. This is taking me back. So we're going to randomly select hearts, and we're just going to have a conversation. And we have to use whatever's on our sweet tart in what we're saying. Okay. Okay? What do we... Oh, yeah. Never mind. Okay, so I'm really, I'm really sorry that this relationship that you're in... Didn't work out. Laugh out loud. Oh my but god! It's gonna be okay, bruh. That is not cool to laugh at. That that really hurt, actually. Well, if you direct message me, I might be able to have some advice that I can't really share on the radio, but you know, or during the podcast, right. whatever this is we're doing here. Yeah. Ta- so so try doing that. You talking about direct messaging? Yeah. Yes. That is my favorite way to message people. Yes. It is great. <laughs> it is a great way to message people. Oh, man. You know, actually, speaking of the DMs, uh, one time I was talking to this girl for a long time, and then just out of nowhere, she put me into the friend zone. Yikes. I hate when that happens, but I mean, you just got to get over it. It was it was rough. And I was like, but I thought you were going to be my bae. And, and she I, was like, no way. So, and she should have been like, yes. Yeah. And so, you know, anyways, bro, I don't, I don't even want to talk about that anymore. What were we talking about? We were talking about direct messaging. That's my actual heart. We were talking about direct messaging. <laughs> direct. Oh, that's, that's it. Right. Yeah. No, the whole direct messaging thing and about that girl and everything. I'm just over it. So. Well, you know, so eventually you're going to get to the point where you're like, ew, no, I didn't need her anyway. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then at that point, I'll probably just stop DMing her. Yeah, but it's okay to be friends because every once in a while you'll see each other on the streets and you can be like, um, hi. Yeah. And then, I don't know. I still, I don't even know if I could talk to her. Like, I'm so over it that I don't know if I want to remember her existence. Listen, being in the friend zone isn't the worst place to be because when you're in the friend zone, I mean, at least you still have a friend. Yes, that's true. But I'm glad that you're finally getting over it because you were just 
dragging your feet and you were getting kind of stalkerish yes. with the way that- <laughs> Please stop getting these yas hearts okay enough about the friend zone stop talking about the friend zone Wait, it's my turn. All right, fine, you go. It just fit, you know? Uh, All right, you go. Okay, well, just remember, just direct message me. Friend zone! And I'll give you the advice that you need. Because, you know, it's all about the heart. (laughs) And... (laughs) Yes, that's true. (laughs) Um, hi, you know... (laughs) Yes! They need to really mix these up. Yeah, because what the heck? If I have to ask you to direct message me one more time, I I'm not I'm giving you any advice. Forever in the friend zone at this point. Bruh, are you even listening to me? No, actually, I'm totally over it, this whole thing. Well, maybe, maybe next year I can help you with these conversation hearts to find your next bay. I would absolutely love to have a new bay. Bruh, that would be so cool. <sighs> Shake my head. That would be cool. Is that what that SMH? SMH, yeah, I think so. Shake my head? Shake my head, yeah. All right. Well, I'm sorry this Valentine's Day you're in the friend zone. That's all right. You know, someday I'll find somebody else to walk up to and just say, um, hi. Well, Nathan, just direct message me because I think I know somebody. Do you actually? Or? I might. You want me to hook you up with somebody? Yeah, maybe. Wait, we can't use hook up anymore. Do you want me to set you up with somebody? Yeah, yeah. That's a okay. much better word. Okay. I also, uh, I don't know. Can you say slide in the DMs? Is that okay to say? What does that even mean? I have no idea. Huh. That's know. an F in the chat. <laughs> For everybody listening, F in the chat. Because <laughs> I have to explain it because my parents listen. <laughs> F in the chat is It means like thing. that's a total bummer. No, 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 no. F in the chat. People say, everybody hit F to pay your respects. So something happens. When you're playing Call of Duty on a PC, you push F. Whenever you're watching somebody else play Call of Duty on a PC on Twitch, and there's a constant live stream of the gameplay, and then there's also the live stream of everybody commenting, and everybody's talking, and then something bad happens. Let's say the person you're watching dies. And everybody says, press F to pay your respects. And then it's shortened down to, can we get an F in the chat? And so then everybody just types F and hits enter. And it's like everybody paying their respects. It's like saying RIP. So now as a common phrase, when something's like a total no, bummer, people it's say not a common phrase. F in the chat. It's not a common phrase. F in the chat. Nope, 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 nope. I refuse. That's about all the time we got today. You know what's funny is I still haven't shortened this outro music. It'll just go on forever. That's an F in the chat. <laughs> no! <laughs> it's the Nathan and Beck show. Uh, it's the podcast. Releasing it once a week. one An hour every week on Wednesdays. So be sure to uh, hit up that SoundCloud. Follow us there so you can get notifications. We're also on iTunes and Google Play. And on Stitcher and maybe on Spotify. Not sure yet, because I don't have a Spotify, so I can't check. (laughs) That's all the time we got. Again, thank you so much for listening. Hope you have an excellent day. Hope you have an excellent Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day! That's all we got for you. Bye. 
Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.